You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Before we get started today, I want to let my listeners know that going forward, I will use this platform to not only entertain you, but to help bring about change. I have been looking inwards at myself and decided that I will be more active in the Black Lives Matter global network. I must do my part to end systematic racism. I know that through continued self-education and listening, I can help bring equality, justice, and healing to the Black community. Listed in the text of this interview are various organizations you can donate to that support Black lives everywhere. Hey everyone, it's Call Me Adam, and on today's episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam on the Broadway Podcast Network, I am chatting with Bill Boggs, Emmy Award-winning TV talk show host and producer, author, and professional speaker. When we come back, we're going to talk to Bill about his new book, The Adventures of Spike the Wonder Dog, as told to Bill Boggs. So don't go anywhere. Hi, Bill. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Oh, Adam, I'm okay. It's uh, yeah, the merry month of June. It's been an interesting month, and it's good to be with you on the program. I've heard that you're all that you're like the Pat Sajak of of, of interviewers. So, uh, oh. a pleasure to it's a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you. I love that description. Yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> we are we are talking, like you said, in the month of June, and there is a lot happening. In addition to your new book just coming out, there's a lot of things going on in the world as well. Yeah. Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're yeah, in the right. middle of fighting for social justice. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about everything because on this platform, not only do I want to entertain my listeners, but I also want to help be a a positive result for change. So let's get started. Um, let's get started with your very successful talk show, Midday Live, that you that, that you hosted. Um, so on that show, you did a lot of celebrity interviews, but you also did a lot of um, discussion about social causes going on in the world. So if you were hosting Midday Live today, how, how, do you, what, how do you think what's going on in the world would be discussed on the show? Well, in many different ways. Uh, you know, I think that one question I would definitely want to say is, you know, what, 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 was, going, what was going through the, the police officer's mind for eight and a half minutes when he had his knee on the neck? Why uh, have almost all uh, police departments in America banned that form of uh, that form of detainment. Mm-hmm. So I think I think one of the things we'd be talking about is what has to happen with police training in the United States, and what has to happen with police training in the United States starting next week, starting tomorrow morning at eight a.m. That would be one thing. Another thing would be to discuss the difference between uh, a clear delineation between the, the rights of people to protest and, and the crime of looting mm-hmm. and not to pollute the two. But, the, you know, people who are out there protesting about, you know, saying Black Lives Matter or uh, we, need, we need police training, police brutality, that, uh, full, they have a full right to do that. But nobody has the right to smash a store window. 
And so you can't pollute the good cause with, with essentially robbery, people yeah. robbing. You know, I see this video of you know, guys running out of, uh, with surfboards and jumping on the back of a motorcycle and taking off. So there, there is a huge amount to, to discuss in terms of public affairs issues. And we, and we would be talking about all that stuff. Let's talk about your book first, because that will lead okay. lead into some other topics to, to discuss. So you you just published your book, The Adventures of Spike the Wonder Dog, as told to Bill Boggs. Right. And the book follows Spike, who is an English bull terrier, and his owner Bud on their uh, rise to fame after an appearance on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Right. That's correct. Now, the book is, uh, I'm going to use a term that I heard someone else used called faction. It's a mixture of fiction and fact huh. um, fr- from your, from your life. So what, what was it like to, well, first let's tell my listeners, uh, when did you, how did you, how did it come about to write this book? Okay. Well, the first is the book was, pub- I want to point out the book was published by Post Hill Press, which is a long time publishing house. It took me, a while to get a deal. It's harder and harder and harder to get a book deal. It's my third book. Each one has been published by a major publisher. The first novel, at first sight, was actually optioned for a movie. The movie never got made. Second was a self-help book. This book is a satire. That You know, dog stories are very popular, going mm-hmm. all the way back to A Call of the Wild or more recently, A Dog's Life, A Dog's Purpose, uh, extremely a Benjamin, uh, Beethoven. Dog stories are really popular. So I had a dog who was a very funny dog on my initial show in High Point, North Carolina. The dog's name was Spike. He was on the program. People loved him. He was a natural clown, one of the funniest living creatures I've ever seen. He just, it's like the dog had a sense of humor <laughs> and got more fan mail than I did. Hugely popular show was syndicated in the South. Uh, shortly before going to New York to do the show you mentioned, Midday Live, which is kind, kind to mention that. He was killed by a drunk driver right in front of me, run over right in front of me. Horrible. Right. So the idea that I had was I I had this idea for a couple of months thinking, what what if Spike hadn't gotten killed? And what if he came to New York in today's world, 2020, right, and became a big TV star with a talk show host master Mm -hmm. like me? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so what happened creatively that ignited the book was this. I knew that it was going to be about an arc, following the arc of my career. I knew it was going to be satirizing a lot having to do with television and a lot of what I see as a hypocrisy and the lack of authenticity and the completely over-the-top behavior, people talking to each other, greeting each other on the street with like five exclamation. Oh my God, how are you? So, <laughs> hello, stuff like that. I knew that, that but what happened was the, the crazy personality of the dog somehow transmuted itself through my imagination onto the page. And as I started to write, it, it, it is narrated by the dog, just like the art of racing in the rain was narrated by a dog. The call of the wild is narrated by a dog. The adventures of Spike the Wonder Dog, as told to Bill Boggs, indicates that the dog told me the story and I wrote the story and I, and I wrote it down. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that is where the idea came from. And then once I felt what was coming out of me, that, uh, a comedic voice that I had never written in before, 
and a comedic voice I had never spoken in before. Even though I do, I have five different comedy shows I do on stage. I knew I had something. Mm. So that became, you know, if you like a dog story, if you like dogs, if you like to laugh, if you want to see a dog's view of humans, right? That is not always kind and gentle and loving. You know, it's not like a little bit, not not like Snoopy too much. Yes, it, it is a spike to wonder dog is for you. Yes, I do love the the style in which the story is told, and um, it does give insight into what dogs are thinking because there is a lot of discussion out there about you know. I sort of like how at the beginning of, of the book, he's he's saying, uh, you know, when when people when humans talk to us, um, you know, sometimes they they talk very slow and and we yawn and that could be our indication that we're bored or um, I like the, I like that kind of insight that it gives, because I think there is a lot of talk about. Yeah. Do pets really understand what we're saying? Are they yeah. entertained? What, what Spike says, Spike, at one point he's talking, he's talking about, um, you know, you want to know why your dog sticks his head out when you're driving down the turnpike at 75 miles an hour? Listen to what you've been dribbling on about in the car for the last half hour. Um, right. so exactly. Spike could be he's sweet, he's lovable. He can be extremely sarcastic. Then in addition to that in the book, the, the book satirizes talk shows. It mm-hmm. satirizes people coming on, trying to uh, relentlessly promote their product. It's, it satirizes politically correctness. One guest on the show has written an album of songs revised to be gender neutral, and he's going to sing, you make me feel like a natural person. Crazy stuff happens. Everyone who's read the book has said it's like antics, an endless stream of antics. I was talking to Tim Allen, asked me what I was doing. I met him in January. I said, I wrote this book. What's a book? I said, Tim, it's like 280 pages of long-form comedy writing. That's what it felt like. Yes. Yes, it's very well written. And um, and there's a lot of humor in it. Uh, I, I Right before the, the interview, I, I finished reading the part about um, – Spike has now moved to New York with Bud yeah. and um, and he oh. he had just run out of the uh, the I think it was either the studio or the apartment building with the Bible in his mouth and and then and a dildo as well. And then right. the priest is like running after him. Yeah, that, that actually happened in, in High Point, North Carolina is one oh. of the scenes. I mean, I can't do you want me to read it. Uh, it won't take wouldn't take me long. Do you like me to read that scene? Sure. All right. Let me hold it. The book is right over here. I just. I just happen to have a copy of the book. <laughs> this, this is, uh, uh, see, it starts out with explaining how, how the dog is able to tell me the story. That has to do with psilocybin, you know, and magic mushrooms. And then they go, to high, they go up to New York because of something that happens with Snoopy. And they get on the Tonight Show. They come back. And so Spike is, let's see, this will only take about a minute. Okay. Right? This is in Spike's voice. He, he first explained that everybody is sending Bud Bibles because they're in the Bible Belt. This happened to me. I had a show on the same station in North Carolina, and uh, people would send me these autographed Bibles. You know, my anyway. So Spike says, "I've been lying there on the floor all of a sudden, and I'm in the mood for one of my sprints around the block." 
It took Bud, that's his master who hosts the show, took Bud a while to adjust to this, but I got I go out the revolving door and run around the block as fast as I can and come back quite refreshed. So I set out with a Bible in my mouth because it's I like carrying something when I run. It's good for the neck muscles. But the Bible's not heavy enough, so I circle back to the office, and they got a long plastic thing. It's like a bumpy, veiny bone from a box of stuff that some sex therapist that's been trying to get on the show sent in. Ah, I'm out the door, and I'm charging around the block, having big fun, because the bone thing's vibrating and tickling my mouth. I stopped to take a leak on a couple of bricks on the curb, and this guy with a white collar on backwards starts screaming at me to give him the Bible. I spot a big cross diamond from his deck and figure he's a minister, not some wacko going to a Halloween party. Then he sees the bone thing and yells, oh, my God, that's a dildo. And then it continues, but I figured I'd stop it there. That's the first time I ever read from the book on a show. Oh, wow. Yeah. An exclusive. Yes, that was an exclusive. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The new 2023 Ford Escape is the perfect getaway car. Featuring an available 13.1-inch center stack screen, 360-degree camera, and Bang & Olufsen sound system and spatial flexibility for extra legroom. The new 2023 Ford Escape. Learn more at Ford.com. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. What are some um, what are some memories since the book is inspired by your real life dog Spike? What 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 are some of your favorite memories of of your of Spike the real dog? Well, the, the original the original Spike one one day, uh, and I I memorialize this in the book. D down in High Point, there was a, 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 we'd go over to the Greensboro Coliseum, and we had to do a cross promotion with Disney World on Ice. Okay. Meaning that Disney World of Ice at intermission was going to have me, Phil, and, and the original Spike, the one that come out. And I had to be on skates, which is like seeing me on skates is like watching Frankenstein do Pilates. I'd come to sniff ice skate out. And, and there on ice is Mickey, Minnie, and Donald Duck, and you know, the characters. So they start skating around, and Spike, like, is not on a leash takes off running after Mickey, Donald, and, and Minnie, and they're skating, and Pluto. And I figured he wanted to be with Pluto, but he jumps up on Donald Duck and knocks Donald Duck almost over, jumps up, and he grabs Donald, and the head comes off Donald Duck. So now Spike has Donald Duck's head in his jaws, and the, the little woman in the Donald Duck costume was like frantically screaming and skating after him. 
the crowd is going nuts. So I took that scene and just wrote it before in the book, The Avengers of Spike the Wonder Dog. And as a result, Jimmy Fallon gets some video of it and they go up and do the Tonight Show. And that's 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 their big break because Spike. So that actually is based on something that happened. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What were some of you? What were some of uh, like the fun things you'd like to do with Spike when maybe you were just at at home with him? I mean, did he was he the kind of dog that liked to uh, play with a lot of toys? Did he try to get into all your shoes? Sort of that you like talk about a little bit in the book. Well, he he. Uh, <clears throat> He was uh, somewhat destructive. Mm-hmm. He never became. He never. He never um, gained full control of his excretory powers. If mm. you know what I mean by yeah. that. I mean he wasn't fully housebroken. So there was. I, there was a lot of cleanup there from time to time. Uh, he was the English Bull Terrier, a very adventurous dog, and I had a chain link fence built behind my house in Thomasville, and somehow he got out of the chain link fence. He, he dug underneath the thing. And I think that in the course of uh, two hours, mm-hmm. ran seven miles, impregnated a dog, had lunch with somebody, and ended up in someone's house. Like two hours later, I get a call. First, I get a call. He's here. He's in the backyard, you know, and he's screwing my dog, right? So I oh. race over to their house. Now he's gone. He takes off. Then I get another go home. I get, a, I get another call. He's here. Right, I'm having lunch with him. Right, I go to the person. Hell, he took off. Finally, two hours later, he's just resting in some on somebody's front yard. So, oh my gosh, he had, he had a thing around his neck with my phone number on it. Well, good. good. Thankfully for that, because yes. then someone was able to call you. Yes, I saw a bit of your place uh, because you just did an interview with Anne Hampton Calloway um, we a few her. weeks ago. We yes, yeah. yes, we do, we do. So. Um, uh, and she she sang so beautifully when, during Thank that you. interview with you. Thank yeah, you. I loved it. The uh, I, I want to point out that you, you, many of the interviews I've done over my forty year career on fifteen different shows are available on my YouTube channel. It's free. It's called Bill Boggs TV. I urge people to go and subscribe. It's free. And, um, the Anne Hampton Calloway show that I did, the show I did last Friday with Judy Gold is, is there. Uh, the show I did with Lucy Arnaz is there. These are recent shows. It's just not all stuff that I did, you know, 10 years ago. Right. You've, you've got everyone from uh, Carly Simon and uh, Gore Vidal and Roy Cohen to uh, it's it's Al Perlman and uh, – Martha Stewart and Jerry Lewis and Frank Sinatra and Miles Davis, uh, a huge amount of, of celebrities and important people and public affairs people are there on Bill Box TV on YouTube. I did. I did enjoy your interview with Rita Redner. Uh, because yes, I, yes, yes. That's a fun that, one. That was from the My Food Network show. Yes. Uh, Bill Box Corner Table on the Food Network. We shot that with Rita at, in Atlantic City. Yes. Yes. It was a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, Speaking of the Food Network, what what are some things you like to cook? Well, um, before the pandemic struck, my beloved Jane, who's available if you need to talk to her, um, (laughs) my beloved Jane and I went, we go out to eat a lot. And I'm essentially the cook here at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought every once in a while, Jane and I shoot a, a, a 
what I call reality TV, something that is not hyped up, phony, over-the-top reality TV. So Jane had never roasted a chicken. Mm-hmm. So I bought a uh, like a six-pound, seven-pound chicken, Adam, mm-hmm. and we shot a video in four steps of Jane roasts a chicken for the first time. And, and then we put all four of them together and put them on the YouTube channel, Boombox TV. And it turns out, when she thought the chicken was done, it hadn't even been cooked because she didn't turn the oven on correctly. <laughs> uh, I basically broil fish a lot and broil. I don't use any. I don't use sauces at all. Uh-huh. I steam vegetables. Last night we had steamed spinach and and uh, and defrosted frozen peas. I had a piece of salmon. Jane had a small piece, uh, small piece of flounder. Uh, so basically. I recommend the Mediterranean diet. It's very important to recognize in this pandemic that one of the things we can all do is boost our immune system by exercise, vitamin D in the sunshine, eating healthy food, and reducing our intake of sugar, which is not easy. I love ketchup, and it's loaded with sugar. Yes, yes, it is. It is. And it is very important during this time to, like you said, eat healthy. Exercise is extremely important because it's so easy to just sit around and, and you know, you're watching TV, you're snacking, you're watching your videos on YouTube, you're reading your book, and it's very yeah. easy to eat while you do all those things. And it's easy to drink too much, too, you know. Yes. You're home, you've had... You've, you've had a rough day sitting around doing all this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You need a drink to, to loosen up. Yeah. You need relief from all that sitting around, you know. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Um, who, who is the, um, of your celebrity interviews, um, who's the most difficult person you've ever interviewed? Oh, wow. That's terrific. Um, the most you know, it's, it, there haven't been many difficult people because for the most part, people come on the show and they want to talk. They're, it's not, you know, they're not dragged there against their will like they're testifying in court, you know. Right. Um, but every once in a while, you know, the first thing that came to mind, we did a show with the uh, female occupations. This is like around 1985. Females in, in unusual jobs at the time. Mm-hmm. And we had... One of the guests was the first female pilot of a 747, right? Mm. And uh, that was very, on paper, very impressive. The, the woman comes on, and she had a lifelong fear of public speaking. This has nothing to do with piloting the plane. Wow. Adam, she was quivering shaking in her seat so i'm interviewing this woman about the first female pilot of 747 and you wouldn't even want her to drive you a taxi around the block if you in the back seat and that was kind of difficult i had to sort of calm her down yeah there how did you calm her down i said on the, the first she started talking about two minutes before the commercial and i could she was really nervous so she was quivering and shaking and sweating mm-hmm. So I went to another guest, figuring, and then when I went to commercial, I just went and I put my hand on her leg. I know I'd be arrested for that now, but I put my hand on her, her knee and I said, look, everything's okay. Just talk to me. It's, you're not giving a speech. You're just having a conversation as you would have a conversation with someone in a restaurant, in an office, anywhere. 
Just think of it as talking to me like another person, not a public appearance. Mm-hmm. And that helped her. She was still nervous. Who's somebody that you didn't get to interview that you wanted to? I, well, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis lived uh, not really too far from mm-hmm. the studio. I always wanted to interview her, but she wasn't doing any appearances. I would have been interview- enjoyed interviewing Barbara Streisand. Mm. Streisand, actually, that's you pronounce the name Streisand. Streisand, yes. Uh, uh, because she actually lived in the building right around the corner uh, with Elliot Gould when she was married. Now. She, by the time I was doing this, the show, she was no longer in the building. And what are some hobbies you like to do outside of conducting your interviews and writing? I write every day. I, I, I certainly enjoy reading. I just finished reading uh, Robert Iger's uh, memoir, a business-type memoir. Jane and I love dining out. We, 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 we love music. We, here in Palm Beach, we go, we go to the orchestra. We go to string quartet music. Uh, the Great American Songbook, some of my favorites. Uh, you mentioned Anne Hampton Calloway, Jack Jones, uh, Bobby Rydell, Tony DeSera, Peterson Cotty, Eric uh, Comstock, and Barbara Fasano. To mention a couple, I hate to leave people. We, we go to see a lot, and I love going to comedy shows. I love to go, like, see Bobby Slayton, somebody like, somebody like that. Uh, and, and almost live entertainment, I, I really enjoy. Well, hopefully we'll be able to get back to that soon. Yeah, I know. Well, in the meantime, it's been great being with you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And uh, if I can help you with anything in the future, guests or anything, uh, you know where I am, Adam. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Everybody listening, uh, be sure to get Bill's book. Um, You can get The Adventures of Spike the Wonder Dog as told to Bill Boggs. Um, It's a great Father's Day gift. Father's Day is coming up June 21st. And uh, it's a great gift for, for your dad or for the dog lover in your life. So, yes. um, um, And where, where can everybody find you on social media, Bill? Oh, well, at Real, Real Bill Boggs on, on Twitter. And uh, on Instagram would be Spike under, underscore Wonder Dog. Spike underscore Wonder Dog. And then BillBoggs.com is my website, and BillBoggs TV is a YouTube channel. And, of course, I'm on Facebook. Everybody's on Facebook. Yes. Terrific. Well, I'll have all the links up uh, with, the, with the interview. And everybody listening, um, stay safe out there and continue to listen to the Broadway Podcast Network, where we have over 60 theater and art-related podcasts. So thank you again, Bill, and thank you, everyone, for listening. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story For he happens to be in the know Just ask anybody who's had him at all Lynch for the business of show CallMeAdam.com Find more episodes of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam at BroadwayPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are streamed, including iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Follow me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at CallMeAdamNYC. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, CallMeAdam.com. And finally, if you really want to get involved, become a member of my Patreon page at 
patreon.com backslash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get exclusive perks, including behind-the-scenes photos, videos, and everybody's favorite, swag.